everyone, my name is Katrina McMorris and welcome to my podcast, A Chance for Change. So welcome to my first episode, which is called Change, A Sticky Thing. And for me personally, I am just fascinated with how we adapt to change, how we make changes, how we make them kind of stick and make them long term and sustainable. And I really feel this period um, of time that that is really happening for so many of us. Um, and I really want to use this episode from, you know, to help from my personal experience and my personal journey to give you um, some kind of key things to kind of maybe self-reflect and think about if you're wanting or in a position right now that you want to make some personal kind of changes and transformations in your own lives. And that has brought about the title, you know, change, a sticky thing. And for change to become permanent, uh, we need to kind of make it stick. Um, and surface changes or temporary changes or adjustments are sometimes just that, you know, they, you might make a temporary change, but then revert back to the norm, what it's, is the norm for you. And that can be for a variety of reasons. So my whole thing as nutrition and wellness and lifestyle coach is for you know to try and help people make understand you know why they want to make these changes first of all and how to make these changes long-term sustainable positive for each individual person so to kick off this episode I suppose a little bit of brief about myself Um, you know my salon uh, is is uh, open since 2012 and I really got into the business as someone who wanted to bring about I suppose positive physical changes for people in terms of therapies in terms of my makeup artistry and all the different treatments I used to offer love being around people love helping people and love making people feel good and feel better in themselves and I suppose that's where you know if you want to categorize the changes that I was helping people make were surface changes they were temporary there were adjustments, there were improvements, enhancements, and you know that kind of started my journey. And as I progressed over the years, I began to notice uh, in my own schedule, in my own business, and in meeting people every day, that life was just getting busier. We were, you know, a slave to the, da- the daily grind. Um, if we weren't deemed being busy or being flat out or being rushed off our feet, then we have this or had this perception that we were we were lazy. Um, you know, people come in and go, oh, God, you must be flat out busy. Oh, I'm flat to the floor, flat to the mat. Oh, things are just so busy, so crazy busy. And that kind of became the norm of uh, and equated to success. And there was really just fun, something fundamentally wrong with that for me. And as I experienced and witnessed over the years, clients as in, in their, you know, continuing to come to me and seeing their own lives evolve, I just seen this daily increase, uh, weekly increase, yearly increase in just busyness. And with that brought an increase in stress, anxiety, worries, fears, just always this not having enough time. I don't have time. God, time is flying by. God, where is the time going? I'm really stuck for time. I'm delayed. I'm time, time, time. And time, everything was just measured against time. And I felt that we were just in this hamster wheel or spinning wheel or cycle of daily patterns, daily programs, daily habituations that were really not helping us. You know, they were really just making us more and more detached and disconnected. Um, 
and I remember kind of coming to that period in 2018 that I myself kind of realized that I just wasn't getting fulfilled out of creating these kind of surface changes for people anymore I really was in a position where I wanted to be able to help people on a more inner level um, on a non-physical level if you like and so I began to kind of study um, and retrain and refocus uh, in the area of holistic therapy science nutrition lifestyle and well-being to really allow myself to be able to help people not only on the outside but working from the inside out and that started in 2018 and you know qualified in my initial qualification as nutrition well coach in 29 wellness coach in 2019 at the end or coming towards the end of 2019 began started beginning my practice and then we were thrown into the pandemic and you know it was kind of like one of those light bulb moments for me it was an aha moment i never really got frightened by the pandemic or worried or stressed about the pandemic and in actual fact, it was, okay, this is the answer that we've gotten. Because I had felt up to that point, we were in this kind of balloon that was expanding and it was becoming more pressured and more pressured and more pressured. And eventually someone was going to pop a pin in that balloon and everything was going to burst and descend into chaos. And for me, that is how the answer manifested in 2020 for, for our society and for us all as a whole. And you know, from me reflecting on this period, it really is a case of, yes, we have to unfortunately experience suffering and we've all experienced suffering in so many, many horrible, horrible ways, you know, Um, and that's just to speak about it and touch on it very, very briefly. But ultimately for me, as being the person that I am and trying to always kind of understand things with perspective and different perspectives, I do understand that from this period, we are entering into this period of long-term change and how we use this time to really view this time of change and our perspective will determine how we move forward as a whole. So rather than getting too deep too quick, um, that was my whole kind of you know background and just how I've to kind of come into this area um you know i've always been fascinated by mindfulness and by self growth and personal growth and and initially that was just for myself um and the ways i was able to make some personal changes but now i'm delighted to say that more and more as i get more qualified as i learn and educate myself more i'm now in a position where i'm able to transfer some of my learnings um you know to you guys and for anyone that that chooses to listen So with this podcast, I have kind of tried to condense kind of how to go about making kind of personal changes and what are the kind of key elements that I feel from my personal experience that you need. And I've tried to kind of put them into six areas, if you like. Um, So I hope you find them beneficial. So really, you know, I suppose the initial starting point or starting questions for any of you guys listening today is have you made some changes? Like what kind of changes have you made in the past year in your own personal lives? Have you felt that these changes have been forced upon you? Are you in a position now where you're accepting change or are you still resisting change? Are you open now to more changes than you would have been maybe this time last year? And are you more accepting of the new changes that have come into your life? Have there been positives that you've seen from this time? 
Are you more encouraged now to look inwards? Do you find that you're wanting to make more and more personal changes? Are you more interested in personal growth? How have you find or how do you approach change? Do you find it easy? Do you find you're open? Do you find you're allowing? Do you find you're accepting? Or do you find sometimes that you find it challenging? You find it difficult? You find you put up resistance? So there might be some of the initial questions to maybe kind of, if you like to journal or you have a piece of paper beside yourself today, that maybe they're good questions to kind of ask yourself, you know, for whatever area in your life that you are looking at to make some changes now, how are you viewing the change? Are you viewing it a more of an easy and transformational time? Do you see that there's more obstacles in your path? And how do you maybe go about making these changes a smooth transition um, for yourself so I suppose um, the first area and the number one kind of thing is when clients come to me is my initial question is always why why do you want to make your change and for me I always say know your why that was my, my three words I would say to people know your why it's very easy for us today to know how to want to do something how to change we can read a book we can watch a documentary we can listen to a podcast we can uh, download something off of the internet um, there's so many ways to show us how to do something how to make the change but really for me when I work with my clients who want to make long-term sustainable changes they want to become better versions of themselves it all comes back to knowing your why, why you want to do this. And is the why the best reason? Is your why strong enough? Is your why going to be resilient against the challenges and some obstacles that you may face? Um, if it's a wishy-washy why, you know, if you're doing it because everyone else is doing it, if you're doing it because you feel you should do it, or it's the right thing to do, or there's nothing else to do, or you know you're just jumping onto a bandwagon then no matter what when you're faced with some challenges and obstacles and when you're really down in the trenches you know that why is what needs to, needs to keep you going and if it's not strong enough if it's too wishy-washy or transparent then what may happen is that you will revert to the old you you will come back because it suddenly become too hard you're feeling vulnerable it's too hard to change, you know, it's not going to happen for me. And you revert back to normal and you become more disappointed and more dejected. And if I just take the example of people who come to me who, in terms of a nutritional point of view or a physical point of view or a weight loss point of view, you know, and, and this was me too, you know, wanting to lose, you know, weight over a certain, you know, over the years, trying all the different diets, trying all the different ways to feeling good. But really and truly for me and for my clients, the real change comes in knowing that why and that you're doing it for the right reasons, that you're doing it for yourself and that you're doing it because you know you're going to become a better person for it. So that's the first kind of guidance is knowing your why and that can sometimes mean just getting out a sheet of paper or really holding yourself to account in your mind that this is why I'm doing it, doing it for the right reasons, doing it for me, not for anyone else. Um, and sometimes you know that's knowing your why and that could lead you to a path of then find your mentor or a coach or seeking out the supports that you need to help you achieve your why 
So it's first to recap, going to know your why, having that strong vision, having something that's a why that's realistic, a why that's focused, a why that's direct. And that will start you on your path of transformation. Um, my second kind of area is knowing where you are and being happy where you are. Um, and this kind of rings home for me all the time. And I always find myself, no matter what kind of changes I'm looking or improvements I'm wanting to make or things that I want to make happen, to allow them to happen, you have to be happy with where you are right now and at this very present time. So that involves looking around you and appreciating all the good things that you've got going for you right now and that may be hard to find at first but they are there and that can be something as simple as having your own personal space something as having a warm bed roof over your head and it starts from there and then you find more and more things to appreciate and to be happy with where you are and I think that was one of the things that leading up to 2020 was the issue is that we all got into this rat race and cycle of feeling we had to be on to the next thing feeling we had to keep up with people feeling that we had to be always moving forward always progressing always expanding always doing something new um and i think that was making us all very very ill in a lot of ways and that was manifesting in mental health for people in physical ill health for people and in lots of other ways and really for me knowing where you are and being happy where you are is that second key area when it comes to change because you know that's your standing point that's your starting point and anything that's going to change from that point of being where you are and being happy where you are is only going to be an improvement and is only going to propel you forward and is only going to gather good momentum around you and we all know it that we can look around ourselves and easy pick out the things that we're not happy with, wanting to be somewhere else, wanting to be doing something else, wanting to be around other people um, and not being happy where you are, not being happy within yourself. Um, and that is can be really that kind of obstacle or first initial challenge to stop you from changing. So beginning to look around you um, to know where you are and to be happy where you are. So for me, these are some questions that might help you kind of reflect on that kind of piece. Looking around you and kind of asking yourself the first question, what are the areas of my life that are going really, really well? What are the areas of my life that are not going so well or that I would like to change? What behaviors would you like to change about yourself? What would I like to change about me? What are some of the regular emotions that I feel? What are they? So identifying those emotions. And these can be sometimes emotions that are hindering you or holding you back. Why are they there? Recognizing them. And how can I look at things from a different perspective? What aspects of myself do I admire? And this is really important and I do this exercise all the time. Um, when I feel old habits creeping in or old emotions creeping in, I really kind of look at myself and kind of go, what are the things I really, really like about myself? What is the best version of myself? How can I become more loving? How can I be more accepting? How can I be more positive in my approach? How can I change my perspective? How can I be more at peace with where I am? 
What can I do to love myself more? What can I do to like myself more? What makes me light up? And I love this question. What makes me buzz? What makes me tick? What makes me really get going with life? What makes me feel really electric? What what energizes me? And these are all kind of the pinpoints to kind of identify the areas of your life that you really love, the things that you really like to do, the things that you really, you know, uh, enjoy and want to make more bigger part of your life. And a lot of these questions, you know, I was I was inspired by the book Andrea Hayes and um, her Mind Body Soul Journal. And I really love this book. I think it's a fantastic book. I love the illustrations. I love the questions. I love the reflections. And that really spoke to me when I when I read her book and practiced um, some of her methods. It really helped me to ground myself a lot more and to understand why my why and why I'm making changes, but also understanding a little bit more about where I am and accepting where I am and be, being okay with that. So that's my number two. So my next kind of area then is when I start kind of helping clients make change and what I've noticed when I begin making changes with my clients, sometimes it's inevitable and I always try to get out ahead of it for for my clients is that when you start to make this transition of change it's very easy for us to kind of go oh I want the change to happen instantaneously and I want everything to go smoothly and I know my why and I know my how and this is going to be great so not that I always want to kind of put a negative spin on things for clients but I do kind of want to say change can make you feel uncomfortable change can make you feel vulnerable change can make you feel that you're putting yourself out there um, and it can make you maybe want to pull back change can make you want to retreat change can make you want to go back into yourself and you know go oh god I thought I was going to make this big change and oh this doesn't feel this doesn't feel like me this doesn't feel right and reverting back and I found this really helpful for me because I have gotten much better at putting myself out in the comfort zone but there's been so many times where I've been my own obstacle where I've not allowed things to manifest to its full fruition because I've been in my own way and you know putting things oh I shouldn't be doing that because this oh god this doesn't feel this feels very uncomfortable why do I need to put myself out here and not allowing the momentum of change to push me forward. So it is inevitable that some clients get on their journey and I'm just using this as an example where, you know, they might have their first obstacle or their challenge. And whether that's, let's say, with a nutrition program or a meal plan that they may find, you know, it's great for the first week, but then, you know, tiredness kicks in or something happens in their life or they get triggered by someone or something or work or their boss or things happen. And all of a sudden they revert back to normal. And they kind of go, oh, I had a blip, Katrina, you know, I really just fell off the wagon. And we all have been there. And sometimes we use that blip or that falling off as a chance to self-sabotage and to go down a rabbit hole or spiral of negative uh, negative thoughts where we say, oh, you know, that's typical me. You know, I'm never going to achieve anything. I'm never going to get where I want to go. It's typical. I'm just going to forget about this because I can't and I won't and I'm not going to be able 
And what I say about this period when you're making change is when you come up against what's deemed to be an obstacle or a challenge, know that this is part of your learning. And when I meet with clients and when I talk clients through this, and I always nearly encourage these kind of blips as I like to call them, because this is where your true learning is. This is where your homework is. This is where the groundwork is, is that yes, embrace the challenges, embrace the blips, because this is what makes you stronger. This is what makes you learn. This is what makes you grow. And you know what? You need to use those challenges and obstacles as a chance to learn. So every time you have an obstacle or every time you, you think something is not going your way, you need to take a step back and go, what have I learned from this? If that happened again to me the next time, how would I do better? How would I approach with the situation? So what physical things can I do to prevent that from not happening again? Or what way, what perspective can I have? So what are my attitudes? What are my beliefs and my emotions that I can change? And sometimes this involves kind of letting yourself off the hook a little bit and go, yeah, I had that little bit of blip there. Oh my God, you know, that old emotion of frustration and anger came over me. And just for a a snippet, I was that old person. But you know, that's okay because I'm changing. And you know, if that was me of old, I would have left that mull and, and last for days and days and days. But look, you know, that blip just took one day, two days. And all of a sudden now I'm back on my program. I'm back on my path. I'm back on my way to achieving. And I'm okay. And I'm good with that. So this is this whole area of being okay with obstacles, challenges, embracing them. Embrace the challenges because that's what's going to make you stronger. If your path was easy all the time, If you were never to experience what Abraham Hicks calls contrast, if you were never to get challenged, then you would never grow and you would never learn and you would never move forward. And I am 100%, I will sing that all the time. Um, I embrace any challenge that comes my way and I see it as a chance to, to learn, to grow, to make myself better, to learn most importantly, to gain the wisdom and to make sure that I am better prepared and I am able to overcome anything. So that's my third little point. I hope that makes sense. I was getting on a bit of a, a bit of a nice rant there. <laughs> my fourth area, and it's one of my favorites, um, surrounding yourself with like-minded people. And this is powerful because from personal experience over the years, you know, I've surrounded you know myself with lots of great people lots of great people as I have evolved and I've changed on my own personal journey sometimes those people will just disappear from your life or you let certain people go from your life whether that's personal relationships whether it's friends it's family and there's nothing wrong with that and sometimes I used to feel in the initial stages when I didn't understand all about personal growth and change I used to feel it was a reflection of me what have I done wrong why is this person being this way what you know and it's just because you're moving forward and that person or those people are moving forward in their own journeys and that's okay and as you go through life you will attract like-minded people and you will let go of some people who are not longer just on your journey with you and one of my big things from reflecting on my personal experiences and my relationships and my friends 
is that sometimes people are not with you for the full journey. Sometimes people are just with you for chapters in your life and you can now begin to let them go with ease and know that they are not supposed to be with you all the time but they were, they're only supposed to be with you for a part of your journey and for why they were while the, the time that they were in your life they taught you something you learned from that you learned from them and weren't they a blessing to have come into your life at the time that they did and that's really powerful because that means that you hold yourself in a place of being okay um, and knowing that you are not here to be all things to all people all the time that you are your own person and once you are learning and you're growing and you're evolving then that's okay so surrounding yourself with like-minded people is asking yourself some questions like what kind of people am I attracting to my life at the moment who am I surrounding myself with who would I like to be in my life? What kind of people would I like to bring in? And I'm always saying, you know, my mantra is, I want to attract like-minded people. I want to attract open, happy, positive people. I want to attract trusting people. I want to attract loyal people. I want to attract fun people into my life. I want to attract the most positive people into my life that I can. And there's some of my daily affirmations. And it's so amazing to me the people that have come in and out of my life at certain times you know when they've been needed and you know the right people always land at the right time for me and I truly believe that and I really believe in that whole the like you know your vibe attracts your tribe and being okay with shedding people away out of your life freeing them releasing them from your life when when it needs to happen so for this kind of piece I kind of just kind of it's another reflection piece and kind of looking around you and looking at the support systems and the networks that you have around you at the moment whether that's being who you follow on social media whether that's being your group of friends your family your connections and look at those and kind of maybe go what's positive and what's negative is it mostly positive is it mostly negative and do I need to make some changes here do I need to unfollow some things on social media is social media kind of ruling my life is what I'm watching on tv ruling my life can I maybe expand my mind a little bit better um finding the right people for your vibe um you know and then that's what you know I love my social media but I try and kind of follow the people who speak my language I try and make it very positive my feed very positive like attracts like really just kind of when I am on social media that it's a fun experience um and that's kind of one avenue and I believe because you know at the moment we're in a lockdown here in Ireland I think it's really really important because we are you know watching screens a lot more that it's looking at that aspect and kind of going okay is this kind of social media helping me or hindering me from where I want to go and being okay with unfollowing stopping you know uh, uninstalling certain apps on social media and things like that if they're no longer serving you and you know maybe taking some time here to be by yourself to have some personal time and space to really look around at all your connections around you and see whether they are a positive or a negative influence so that's that area for me the next area that I'm working on um, when it comes to making some changes is becoming aware 
Um, I don't know if any of you have read the books by Eckhart Tolle, but I read them early last year, The Power of Now and A New Earth. And in actual fact, I read them the other way around. I read A New Earth first because I was listening to some of Oprah's podcasts and I came on to A New Earth and her collaboration with Eckhart Tolle. And I had tried to read that book a few years ago and I just read a few pages and it just didn't speak to me. I just didn't get it. And I read the book last year and it was like everything just made sense just clicked and I said earlier in the podcast it just like was an aha moment for me I just got it it made sense life kind of clicked and I really started to understand you know why I was feeling certain ways my emotions how I viewed things and it's a really powerful those those books are really powerful you know a new earth and the power of now and just a really quirky guy and I always kind of say to people you know what I like and what I'm inspired by may not be what you're inspired by and to find your kind of vibe of people influences that really speak your language when it comes to making change um but going back to awareness what what Eckhart Tolle really did with his books and with his with the YouTubes and different things that I listened to with him is that he really made me me appreciate presence and awareness and something I continue to kind of work on is being present being aware understanding you know the ego and your mind being very very different and a separate to your inner being or your inner source and that these two uh, the ego the pain body and how they can be you know um, hindering you from being the fullness or evolving to the fullness of who you are designed to be and he really kind of makes you helps you to understand that there are two not one when it comes to understanding the mind and the inner you and that was really powerful for me and to help me kind of understanding awareness and presence um, as well as coming back into my studies now I kind of come across Jan Kabat-Zinn really really um, transformational in terms of mindfulness presence meditation and awareness and another kind of powerful person that I kind of relate to and speaks to me and sometimes people will come into your life or influences will come into your life when you are ready to hear their message if you like um, and again it brings you to another level of personal and self-awareness which I find really really powerful um, and one of the quotes that I have here that helped me with that, another guy that I'm really inspired by and influenced by is Dr. Joe Dispenza. And one of his quotes is, becoming the new person you aspire to be requires that you stop being the old self. And becoming very, very aware and self-aware allows you to see what aspects of, of yourself that you want to shed or release or let go of and what aspects of yourself that you want to aspire to be that you want to allow in that you want to transform and to be and to become so awareness is another key kind of point for me and I, I suppose every point I'm kind of saying is really important and I suppose that's why I've tried to condense to six I really feel that these are the areas that really help when you are wanting to change aspects of your life um so again, my, my kind of last or my sixth kind of area is I always talk to clients about I want you to become more you know resilient. I want you to become more self-confident. And by the end of these programs that you do with me, you're going to become you know, more resilient, more self-confident. You're going to have more personal power. You're going to be empowered. And this just feels so good for me. And it's really part of who I am and who I am becoming is a person who wants to inspire motivate and bring out the best 
not only in others but myself as well um, so recently I decided, you know, after a lot, a lot of years of not running, uh, I just kind of used to be looking at people and really, you know, admiring people who've been running so much over this last kind of couple of months and getting back at running. And and I had, you know, attempted kind of running a few years ago and, you know, and it just had stopped and I, I love walking and different. I like changing it up, as you kind of heard from the earlier part of the episode. So I recently decided, OK, I really want to get back running and you know started and I'm still starting and I'm going and it's kind of twice a week at the moment and now kind of moving into three times a week and you know I'd start and I maybe you know stopped three times during a run and now I'm kind of working up to I'm only stopping once and it's all kind of but I remember I really had to kind of say to myself I could feel some old emotions kind of coming in going oh my god someone sees me trying to run around town they're going what's she doing what's she trying to be cheating what you know you could feel the mind starting to take you down a rabbit hole of why would you do that now sure you're not happy with walking and the mind is going and uh you know having to kind of stop and go I can do this and everyone is doing their own thing and I'm doing my thing and I don't care who sees me and I don't care if I have a big sweaty red face and I run you know locally because the ground is better because it's safer because I have nice kind of roots um it's smooth and it suits me and you know really trying to draw that personal power that I know I have there and being okay with yeah I'm okay to be out running out and about and sometimes getting to my point is that when you are making the changes and I talked about in the in step number three or area number three is you know that feeling of maybe wanting to retreat or go back or into yourself or not pushing yourself forward that it's you know you can do it you can do it and you just set yourself small kind of goals achieve them and with each small achievement you feel better and better within yourself and that leads you to becoming more resilient more self-confident and more empowered to do more to and there's nothing I see you know with clients who've been successful and and completed some of my programs with me then you know they are open to going on to the next step to achieving another course to doing something else in their life to making a career change to going for that interview and that's the self-confidence and power and instillment that I want to kind of reinforce in people that everyone has it within them to create the lives that they want um so they are kind of you know my areas of if you're wanting or thinking about change or looking at changes maybe some viewpoints on how to go about making changes and what to expect along the way and what are the things that you need to surround yourself with what's the inner work that you kind of maybe need to explore and as well as that like to culminate all of this as we as we draw kind of near the end is kind of come up with your own personal kind of mantra you know, when it comes to your own personal empowerment and your resilience or self-confidence is, you know, mine is, you know, I can do this. I am exactly where I need to be and all is working out for my highest good. And these are kind of some of the things that I say to myself. I'm exactly where I need to be. I can do this and everything is working out for me and it always works out for me. Um, people sometimes kind of walk into my studio or people meet me online now in zoom and one of the things that people used to say to me over the years god you're so how do you be so positive all the time like how are you so positive all the time and it's true you know I that is naturally who I am (laughs) you know if you wanted a calibration of where I am the majority of the time 
is I choose the positive. I choose feeling good. Uh, I choose being inspired. I choose to be motivated and I choose to motivate others. I choose to see the best in people. I choose to bring out the best in people. Um, I choose to give people the benefit of the doubt. I choose, you know, positive feeling thoughts, um, positive emotions. But that's not to say that I don't experience the negative. Um, and again, I call this and, and it's been inspired by Abraham and Esther Hicks. And I love their teachings is contrast is being able to be OK with negative emotion and to understand that negative emotion is a beautiful thing because it allows us to know what we don't want and to focus more on what we want in life and out of life and out of situations and out of circumstance. And that's been a re really transformational thing in terms of my own personal growth. So going back to, you know, why people kind of see the positive is, is you choose and your, your perspective on change and making changes in your life is the most important thing. And maybe looking at your perspective and your current perspectives and going, what things can I change? How can I see this in a more positive life? What can I learn from this? What is the wisdom? And it is there. Um, and this is, this is a continual practice. So it's not something that's going to change for you overnight, but it's a continual practice. And it's kind of like my reset. It's become my new reset over the years is kind of coming back and kind of going, what have I learned from that? Well, how can I put this positive spin on this? What emotions have come up from that? What negative emotions are there? How do I address that? Acknowledging them, addressing them, and then releasing them and letting them go. So to finish on my podcast today, I love doing, uh, I love working with words and I'm always on a thesaurus and I'm, you know, um, again, uh, the workings of Abraham and Esther Hicks. And I love, you know, when it comes to the rampage of positive feeling thoughts and affirmations and feeling good. So some of my favorite kind of words that I like to use is when it comes to like your personal power and motivating and making change is like buoyancy so thinking of yourself like a floating you know cork in that you know you're flexible you're durable you're like elastic you're a spring you've got that inner strength you know personal power makes you feel hardy it makes you feel tough and it makes you have purpose and moving then from you know an aspect of um viewing change from a positive um point of view um so some of the words that you could use are like you know i can transform myself i can evolve i can develop i'm using this as a chance to swap or an exchange or to switch or to redo or to make over or to alter or to convert um, and really trying to understand that change is a positive thing you know letting go um, surrendering, making adjustments, choosing things that are making you more fulfilled, using the time that you have now to breathe, taking a time out, looking at change as a chance to, you know, it's exciting, it's the unknown, it's uncertain, and that's okay. It's going to challenge me, it's going to present lots of new things, it's going to present lots of new people in my life. And um, it's the anticipation, it's the eagerness, it's the clarity of knowing who you are, it's the focus that change gives you in becoming you more and more. 
So I'd really like to thank you for listening to this kind of first episode. And again, it's all part of my evolving in this podcast. Um, Change is a really, really exciting topic for me. So I hope when you come to make your next change, whether it's short term or whether you're making more transformational changes, that you really, if you're listening to this podcast, you've taken something from it and that you understand different maybe areas that help you to make that kind of change stick and to make your change sticky and good um, and that the changes that you make in your personal life propel you forward to your best life, that they give you momentum and they act as a catalyst for long-lasting, really good, positive kind of change. So thank you so much for listening. I am looking forward to... Uh, producing another episode in the coming weeks. Um, I look forward to publishing this um, podcast and this episode and I really uh, enjoyed this today. So thanks for listening and I will see you soon.